is this is how she's scratching me. It hurts. How's it feel how lady scratching me? It hurts. It's like <laughs> No, it feels nice. Ow. It tickles. It's yeah. also because they're just It's they're not thick. scratching though. It's not enough to scratch. It's just enough to like lightly touch just feel, my arm. Just make feel it itch more. It's them. like salad fingers. She's just like <laughs> I that love is how to, it... I love to touch rusty spoons with my salad. Wow, fingers. that's an old reference. I was gonna say though. <laughs> <laughs> that reference is older than you so are. Aging us. No, 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 no. I was totally alive for that. Because <laughs> I <was> clearly <laughs> because we watched it all the time. I because you guys watched it. I was like five. Okay. Okay. So and toddler it was terrifying, but I love it. I was just gonna say that the way that, the way that it feels when your fingers touch my skin is how I always imagined it would feel if salad fingers touched oh. me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Have you ever been so disrespectful? I have never been roasted so well in my entire life. And we were just discussing how I threw up in a public sushi restaurant on another person's plate. No, I told that story to Kira and Kyla like right after... Kira's boyfriend gave me $10 to sniff their dog's face. <laughs> what? I was like, I was like, I'll do anything for money. Sniffs dog's face and goes, I one time threw up on my friend's plate in a sushi restaurant. <laughs> and they're just like, why do we invite you? <laughs> it's so much more complicated than just throwing up though. It was more like regurgitating. <laughs> it, like, it was like, I'm gonna die if I don't do this. I still don't know why you didn't just like try to get our attention or something to let us know you were choking. Baby bird, baby bird. <laughs> baby bird on Aaron's plate. can I get rid of this? And I'm like, just get a napkin and pick it up like it's cat vomit. <laughs> and I was like, I've trained my whole life. <laughs> like, I'm like trying to say quietly so the people behind us don't hear because I don't want to gross them out. And I also don't want the woman who's like bringing us our check to hear either. <laughs> so I'm trying to say it to her and I'm also trying not to laugh. Because it's like an Ichiban. I'm like, late in the evening. So like... <laughs> Everyone's there. Only <laughs> <laughs> a couple of places to go. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And like half of them are Ichiban. Basically, KFC Ichiban. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's bars or something, but we wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a wild misrepresentation of Utah. There are a lot of places to eat. Because we don't drink, we eat. <laughs> yeah. We just, you know, like, I, I imagine that other people, when they feel really depressed, probably would turn to alcohol as a kind of emotional, like, like, you know, buffer, I guess. 
And I say this just through observation of my friends who drink, but also through my own desires where I just <laughs> want to not think about the world sometimes. And apparently alcohol could help with that. But you because know, I don't drink, I just eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else helps with it's to, to, unhealthy. to get yourself a little escapism fix? Ice cream. Video games. Video games. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. On that note, Lainey, what are you playing? Oh, I like how I like said video uh, games yes. unsure. I'm like, video did games? We, like, is that what you're getting? Did at? we tell the start of the story? No. No, no. we just kind of were like, Lainey oh. threw up. So, to reiterate, <laughs> just to clarify some things that happened. Um, a while ago, we went to a wonderful sushi establishment. And Ichiban. I... Ichiban. Ichiban. Like, Everything's always half off. <laughs> and people who don't like Ijiban fight me. Okay, we're cheap. Exactly. Um, <laughs> We've been spoiled by Tsunami. <laughs> yeah, he's got headphones in though. He doesn't know I'm insulting him. And I know you're supposed to eat every piece of sushi in one bite, right? Like that's what you do. But I'm a freaking moron. And so when I see a gigantic piece of sushi, I'm just like, gotta do what I gotta do. And I just shoved it this piece of sushi was like like triple the size of a normal piece of sushi because it had a huge bit of cucumber wrapped around the outside but for some reason that didn't deter Lainey at all like like, she was like I'm gonna put this entire thing in my mouth even though it's the size of a baseball it was like a two inch (laughs) diameter piece of sushi man it was was, and it was wrapped in cucumber okay thick cucumber thick cucumber you have a very little face (laughs) and a very little mouth and it was too big for you. <laughs> you should have just cut it in half. There were no knives. I just had two it's sticks. Sushi. You <laughs> could cut it with anything. It's it's sushi. Sushi. Lainey, you could cut it with Lainey, your napkin. There was sushi. nothing. There was nothing like there was nothing more substantial in that than the cucumber. You could have just used your teeth, like just bite into it. I did. You're allowed to do that with larger and pieces it fell of sushi. Apart. Mm-hmm. But okay, regardless, regardless, your teeth can bite through a human finger. It can bite through a piece of sushi. Regardless of what a smarter person would have done in my situation. I am a moron, and I tried to eat it all in one go. And because that happened, I got a piece of cucumber totes lodged in my throat hole. And, <laughs> Don't and say I, throat hole. It just sounds weird. <laughs> I know it's right, but it's weird. <laughs> and I tried for like a solid minute to try and just like maybe I can maybe I can maybe I can swallow it. Maybe I can get this back. Instead of like trying to flag us down to inform us that she was having trouble, she just kind of sat there. She nodded. And nodded, yeah. Like she didn't realize that like touching your throat is like is the universal sign for I'm choking. And she thought it was nod vigorously at us. Well, because a split second before Elsa asked her if it was good and she was nodding, but then she was choking and not notifying us. Yeah. Like she could have like tapped me or something and just kept hitting me. And then I would have looked over and been like, what's going on? And then, you know, I I know how to do the Heimlich maneuver. The funny thing is, I know how to punch somebody in the sternum. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that I didn't do that because I didn't want to bother you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, like, I don't want my death to be a bother. It's, it's so 
I just choked to death quietly in the corner. It is so less of a bother to steal Aaron's plate and throw up on it. Just, just tap lightly on Jensen and go, and like, just put my hands around my throat to signal that I'm choking. So, after she regurgitated it onto the plate. Oh, uh, by the way, I was choking. Yeah, yes. and she's like, I was choking, you guys. Like, we should have just realized it. Like, we should have just, like, noticed that she was telepathically trying to tell us that she was choking. Yeah, and just in case I didn't already say this, it took me 20 minutes to realize that I totally just stole Aaron's plate. <laughs> And then I apologize, like a responsible human, but not a very responsible human because I choked on a piece of sushi and that could have easily been avoided. Yeah. (sighs) So what are you playing, Lady? What am I not playing is a better question. Unfortunately, this month, I decided to let gamer points take over my entire life and I was... I was, I was number one for most of the month, uh, trying to beat Jensen. Um, so I was using, I was mostly playing Skyrim and Fable 2 and 3 because those are my backwards compatible games for the Xbox One. You have other games for the Xbox One also. Yes, those are my backwards compatible games and I wanted to play backwards compatible games. Okay. Also, Skyrim is not backwards compatible. <clears throat> you were playing remastered. Get out of here with your facts. I won't let you have anything. Get out of here with your facts. Okay, well, Fable 2 is really great. <laughs> I've been having a wonderful time playing it. And I mostly was playing it because I found out that the there are three main quests in which you're recruiting like your allies the other heroes and once you complete each quest you get a hundred gamer points mm-hmm. and I had this entire plan where I was going to wait till eleven thirty to like on the day of like the end the end of it all last night month, last night on September 30th yes that I was going to I was going to finish up one of those quests and get 100 points and beat Jensen. She was 60 points ahead of me, and I was, there was like, at no way. 780 points? Yes, yeah, she was at yeah. 780. <laughs> we really took it seriously. And I was at 720. Towards the end of the month. And then I came home after a nice time hanging out with friends to find out that Xbox is not set to our time zone oh, it is oh. set to eastern. probably eastern yeah. <laughs> because everything's set to eastern for some dumb reason <laughs> and that i had missed my window and jensen won and <laughs> yet again i'm so angry. undefeated since i noticed that they compare your points for the month <laughs> i will i will literally scratch out your eyeballs right now <laughs> Good luck this month. So, okay. And I went as far. I went as far with fate. What is? Um, I went so far. I don't know what you're trying to say. say. Look, I never marry people in Fable (laughs) Two because they're all horrible. They're so dumb. They're all just terrible. 
And I hate every single one. I've never found a character that I actually liked. And they're all cardboard cutouts of human beings. (laughs) They're terrible. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, but it's a really easy (coughs) achievement to get. So I went ahead and I married this one guy that was part of a quest. You might uh, might have heard of him. You might have heard of him, the eponymous Alex. (laughs) If you played Fable, Fable 2, Alex. Yes. He slash she, depending on yeah. who you're playing as, is a character you get a chance to marry because of a quest because you're supposed to seduce them and then dump them. But <laughs> it's considered the evil thing to do to dump uh... them. And so you seduce them and the good thing to do is to marry them. <laughs> I never marry them because I hate them. <laughs> They're terrible. But I want to play... Even if I'm playing as a fully good character, I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I've been playing as a pure good. So I was like, I guess I'll marry them and I'll get the achievement and I'll keep all my good points. So whatever. So I married them and I immediately hated this person so but much. But then you refused to sleep with them for yes. a decade. You have to throw that in there. Yes. Yes, for 10 no, years. that's important is that I was just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to have him live in the gypsy camp, starting out caravan. The terrible... Gypsy cat yeah. houses. The really the the one with the caravan that's just a single little piece of fabric on the ground. <laughs> and one shelf. And a shelf. <laughs> For your knickknacks. Yeah. <laughs> I left him there and I was like, well, if I don't interact with him, maybe he'll decide to divorce me and just get tired, you know? So I left and I came back ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> to find out that he was threatening divorce. And can I just say, in the description of what is going on with your spouse, it'll say what, like, things that they want or if they have a gift for you. And for 10 years, he wanted sex. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I was just like, nah. <laughs> and I came back 10 years later and he was threatening divorce. And I was like, Hallelujah. Happy day. <laughs> I go to the gypsy camp and I, I like, he literally sees me and then he falls back in love with me. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. And I can't just, I can't just like make him hate me because then I'll get evil points and I can't just kill him outright because I'll get evil points and I'll get corruption specifically, which I'm trying to be pure good. So... I did what I had to do, especially since I've met this really nice girl in Westcliff. <laughs> her name's Brooke. Her full name is Brooke the Whore, but I think that's not very nice. <laughs> Can I just say, though, Fable 2, the only characters with any personality are the prostitutes. It's the same in Fable 3 also. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Elliot. Ex- yeah. or, they are um, objectively the best name? characters to marry. Maybe Eleanor. She She's wonderful. I love her so much. So I, but I didn't want to marry her too. I didn't want to practice bigamy. I didn't want her to feel like that. I mean, I'm not going to assume anything just because she's a prostitute. So I was like, I'm going to make things right. And then we can be together. (laughs) And if I make things right, you mean? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I got Alex to follow me and I went to, (laughs) I went to this little old place called the Howling Halls. Where you may know is a, is a Balverine nest. <laughs> Balverines are basically werewolves. So, long story short, um, Alex 
the long-suffering husband of 10 years uh, in a sexless marriage, I might add, was tragically torn to shreds by a pack of Valverines while my character dodge rolled. and getting me gifts. This is your purely good character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you know what, in fables, that's purely good. That's my purely good character. <laughs> my favorite part is that I I have taken to nicknaming her, calling her pet names, because I just love her so much. And um, so I nicknamed her Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Because <laughs> every time I see her, I just think of that wonderful song. <laughs> The only problem is that when you nickname people, it keeps the rest of their titles. So. <laughs> Every time I come home to her, her title is Sugar Bat Honey Bunch the Whore. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not going to let her job get in the way of our love. <laughs> I'm really happy for you guys. Thank you. It's amazing. It's honestly the best decision I've ever made in Fable. <laughs> likes aggressiveness so if I actually bring out a weapon she's just like ooh (laughs) that was the problem with Alex is that I'd actually put out my weapon and be like what the hell's wrong with you (laughs) and you're like I pressed the wrong button please (laughs) and when Brooke gets like take me now I'm like great (laughs) oh man that's hilarious girl dinner first contribution well i feel like the rest of us are gonna pale in comparison <laughs> yeah. we might have to rearrange this oh, so you, that i know so that's last none of you guys inadvertently murdered a <clears throat> spouse to marry a prostitute no, no. Oh. yes i ever have <laughs> although you convinced me it's the right choice okay also for plot reasons with the quest after this 10-year period you meet with one of the other heroes in your group And if you are married at the time of recruiting her, she will say something about you, like, why are you talking to me? You should go, go home and see your husband and her wife, you know, um, which was hilarious that she said that because she was like, why are you here? You should go see your husband. And it was like, right after I had married Brooke instead. And I was, I just imagined my character being like, yeah, about that. <laughs> I don't know, I just, like, I married this guy and I just really didn't like him or wanted to sleep with him. And um, now I'm happily married to Brooke. 
It's like one of those moments. What that's about? Where you wish that you could just like say something and it would actually be what your character says in the game, and you just be like, "Oh, he's dead. He got ripped apart by Bowser." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. To hear that. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm already remarried. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long have you been back? Two days. <laughs> We're burying him this Tuesday. (laughs) And the wedding is right after. (laughs) We're not going to be at the funeral. We have our honeymoon. (laughs) So I started playing Control this week. um, Or last week. It doesn't matter when I started it. Um, It's really, really fun. I gotta say. Um, Man, mine is just so dead in comparison to Lainey's. (laughs) It's pathetic. (laughs) Don't compare yourself. <laughs> too late. Um, anyway, I, I won't talk about it too much because I want to spend more time on a different on another game. But and Aaron already talked about control a lot. But I have to say one thing I've noticed is that I definitely feel like it needs to be played on a PlayStation Pro. Because I don't know, did yours do this at all? When you pause it and then you unpause it, did it like skip a bunch? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's just what it does. Yeah. I was assuming it's because mine wasn't like strong enough. It makes it lag. Yeah. Yeah. Why does pausing the game make it lag? It's usually when you're fighting someone, but yeah. Oh, mine does it, it whether was... I'm fighting someone or when oh, I'm really? not. Oh, really? Like, all the time. Anytime I pause it with the options button, if I pause it with the big button, it's okay. Mm. But with the options button, it always lags. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And then I also, when I first started playing it, after I, I started it here at your house, Aaron, and then when I actually bought the game and started it at home, somehow the camera got stuck directly behind her. And so when I was aiming, it was just looking at the back of her head and I Uh-oh. couldn't see any of the enemies. Oh, no. And I was like, it wasn't like this at Aaron's, was it? I don't remember it being like this. It's so hard to see. And I couldn't hit anyone. It was like, I can't tell if I'm hitting them because I can't see around her giant head. <laughs> and then... I don't know what happened with it because I didn't know how to switch um, sides at that point. Mm. I kept clicking the sticks because that's how you do it in um, Infamous and it wasn't working. And um, But then when I turned it off and turned it back on again, then it was working. Mm. So I don't know what that was about, but it just <laughs> start, it started like that. So I don't know. Uh, that's funny. But you did enjoy the game. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really love it so far. I think my favorite thing about it is probably just that, well, okay, besides the powers, which are amazing, levitating is so much fun and like being able to throw stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. <laughs> um, I really love just the idea that there's like these normal everyday objects that are like super powerful. Like I love seeing the objects like in their glass cases, like <laughs> being monitored and stuff. Like I saw a mailbox when I was playing it yesterday <laughs> and I was just like, What's the deal with that mailbox? I want to know what it does. And like, I wandered into a room and this weird ducky with red eyes like disappeared and reappeared somewhere else. And I was like, oh, that can't be good. And I can't find it now. I'm like running around. I think I hear it laughing and I'm just like, where is it? What is I might be imagining imagining the laughing. I'm not sure. I don't you. know. Because there's inspired. actually a tape. You can listen to a tape. For a demon to possess. <laughs> I, you can listen to a tape of someone interviewing the duck. Oh my 
and trying to figure out what it does. And the duck doesn't respond at all. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's going on Suddenly, with this duck? Suddenly it's quacking at so me. So like <laughs> interviewing a duck, I just immediately, immediately imagined a guy just like sitting with the rubber duck on the table and just be like, so what can you tell me about your strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> Basically that's what happens. But she's just, just like, like, I am a very fast learner. <laughs> She's just like asking it different questions and it's just completely silent. She's like, no reaction. And then just asks it a different question. I'm just like, what is the deal with this duck? You know what they should do? They should get one of those recorders that they use for ghost hunting shows and see if they can pick up anything with that. They should hire me to interview these ducks. They can't do it now because the whole place is falling apart. So they're all just... Floating motionless, motionlessly, motionlessly <laughs> in the sky, and <laughs> chanting. Okay. The yeah. cre- the chanting well. gets really creepy after a while too. I'm like, so just give into the Dark Lord Satan. Then. I've gotten used to it. <laughs> I'll be like, I, I'll think I'm used to it, and then I go to somewhere, and it'll slowly get louder and louder and louder, and then it's like they're screaming at me, and I'm like, I need to turn on the office while I play this. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also went back to The Witcher because uh, I was helping my martial arts instructor play Gwent and <laughs> was like, I forgot how much I love Gwent and I love The Witcher and I just want to play it some more. So I've been playing that a lot and oh, I love it so much. I'm getting ready for the Netflix show, which we will talk more about later at this episode. Um, and then the last thing that I played, like, like the main thing, because I mean, there was also a lot of me playing Goat Simulator and, and various other games trying to beat Lainey in gamer points. Can I just say, she was getting scared. Okay. Yeah, I pulled out Goat Simulator to beat her. She was getting <laughs> Yeah, of course I was getting scared. scared. I was like switching between games. I was like looking through the achievement points trying, trying to see which ones I hadn't already gotten and which ones I could get really quickly. I turned on Prince of Persia just to try and get a quick couple hundred points. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can I just say I was I was never very scared. I was pretty confident that I was going to win throughout the entire thing, but in in classic Laney fashion, I was just a freaking She's idiot. She's still too cocky. <laughs> I was just a freaking idiot. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I want to rub it in her face. Yeah. <laughs> I want her to think that she's going to win. And then swoop in at the last minute and be like, wham, 60 points on you. <laughs> if you had gotten 60 exactly, I still would have won. No, no, no. 60 points over, over you, okay. hon. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I can't count. Remember, we already established this in the last episode. The last game that I played, though, uh, was Headlander, which is a game I don't think... I've never heard anyone talk about this game before. Um, When I was in school still, like, a little over a year ago, um, one of my friends and I were talking about the idea of a game where you could pop your head off and move it onto a different body and like gain different abilities because of that. And then like a couple days later, I got a text from him that was just a PlayStation code. And I typed it in my PlayStation and it was this game, Headlander. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play it until now because I don't know. I don't know why I don't. She's lazy. I don't play the games immediately when I get them <laughs> like 90% of the time. But um, <clears throat> I just started it and it's an adult swim game. And it's very silly. And like, 
it's it's got like a funny sense of humor and in the um, zim from invader zim does voices in it i know he does i i hear his voice a ton well like but also like i'm pretty sure dib too yeah like, i think that they just got so. the voice cast from invaders i would totally <laughs> believe it but like the whole premise of the game is that it is just that like you're a disembodied head stuck inside a rocket powered helmet and you fly your head around and attach it to different bodies and like travel all over it's like a a 2d scroll a side scroller mm -hmm. it's a side scroller platformer it's, yeah <clears throat> and you just like run around and solve puzzles by like connecting to different bodies and separating your head at the right time and like you can use suction on your helmet to pull other robots heads off and like stick your head on and it's so fun and weird <laughs> and like there's this whole level where you're basically playing chess but because because it's Headlander, you're not playing chess like with a chessboard and like moving one piece at a time. You're just like selecting whatever piece you want, which you need certain pieces to get past certain barriers and you need to grab data from one side and take it to the other side. And like, it's so weird. I just, I love it. <laughs> I would definitely recommend it though. It's a very strange game. It's <laughs> very silly. amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's just funny. Erin, what are you playing right now? <clears throat> um, I haven't really been playing a whole lot recently. I don't know. I get in weird moods. Well, mostly it's because Zach's been sick, and so he was on the gaming couch and, you know, germs and stuff. So. <laughs> the gaming couch? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a yeah, clear gaming couch the gaming in this couch. setup. Have you never noticed? No, I know, but it's just like, you can play you can play video games I, from any I place know, in the room. I'm right? more but, concerned that your gaming couch is also the sick couch. I know, it's a little weird. <laughs> well, it's the Zach couch because he mostly fits on it. He's very <laughs> long. Yeah, he's very I was long. Like, that's a really short couch. His feet are still hanging off of it. It's a long couch. <laughs> Um, Don't but, you mean he's a long person? Yeah, he's a long person. And it, I mean, it, you know, it's a big couch for normal people. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love him. Anyway. <laughs> Just Aaron. He's so long. I love him. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've literally said those exact two wife. <laughs> I've literally said those exact words about our cats before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like pick him up and dangle him until they stretch all the way out and be like, he's so long, I love him. <laughs> uh. That's exactly what it's like to have a husband. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. I just, like a cat. I just pick him up. Tangle. <laughs> First, you have to stand on a ladder. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, I think we've mentioned this in past episodes, but just to clarify, Zach is nearly seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's 6'11 and a half, something like that. 6'11, seven feet in shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's very tall man. So if, yeah. if he's in shoes, you really need a ladder. Yes. <laughs> like, that's not much of an exaggeration at all. Like, I'll stand three steps, three stairs above him. Above, quote, quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I might be level with him. Maybe. It's like, now we can make eye contact. Yeah. 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 Hey, my neck doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> But anyway, 
I didn't want to sit on the leather couch because I don't like the leather couch. And then the one couch I watch TV on isn't good for gaming because... Angle. Yeah, angle yeah, is cut really off by the entertainment it's... center. I don't think it's a good angle for watching TV oh, either. It's not really a good not... angle for like anything. There are many reasons I have neck problems. <laughs> Maybe you should like... Oh, that's my favorite like, couch to change around yeah. the setup or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday. Come on, some feng shui. <laughs> but you were playing some games, though. I was. I was. I played um, a lot of Link's Awakening. I'm so Yay! jealous. It's so much oh, fun. It's, it's one of my so favorite cute. Zelda games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. I love finding the secret seashells and talking to the townspeople and doing the mini game with the claw and... It's so colorful. Have you figured out how to steal things from the shop yet? I tried to steal, and he told me to put it back, and I thought it made me go back, so maybe you I can try steal again. Stuff. You can steal stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. and, but then when you come back, he'll like call you a thief, and then he'll shoot you with a laser beam and kill you. But then you'll come back, you'll still have whatever you stole, but everyone in the town will call you thief instead of your name for the rest of the game. <laughs> Oh Depending on what you take, it's totally worth it. <laughs> Public only, shaming. If only I hadn't already bought the bow. Oh, Just that's like, what I usually steal. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is like 980 yeah, rupees. So it's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it's colorful and vibrant and adorable. And I, yeah, I love to play it handheld. I don't usually play the Switch handheld, but especially because Zach was on my main gaming couch, it was perfect. And so Plus, it's the perfect game. It it's like, the perfect game to play handheld. Because I just yeah. had to go sick and be on my beautiful Because it was game originally couch. handheld, I think. It, yeah. Maybe? I, I only ever played it handheld. I when know. I was little, it was on Game Boy. Uh, and so I played it on that. Gotcha. And then I got an emulator on my phone, and I, that's what I beat it on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, and it still has that top-down feeling because when you're a certain distance from um, the top or bottom of the screen, part of it is blurred out depending on where you are. Ooh. So it keeps that mystery, mm. you know, feeling. Um, but yeah, I played Astral Chain for maybe a couple of hours the other day, and it's really interesting so far. I hope the controls get better because at the moment I can't really control my whatever it's called, mm. the thing attached to my chain, my Your astral stand. chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of does its own thing. So I'm hoping we'll like have a connection or something and I'll be able to control it more. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool. Hmm. Very cool. Nice. And just briefly, I'm not going to talk too much about the games that I've been playing just because I don't know that I have a ton of to say about them. I'm going to try to just sum it up in like one statement or one sentence. I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. I want to protect all of these good girls and boys. I know I can't. Um, <laughs> Code Vein. It's Bloodborne, but anime. Love it. Uh, I am a little bit worried about the lack of variance in levels that I've seen so far, but I'm pretty early into it, so I don't know that I have any right to judge yet. Yeah. Um, Shadow of Mordor, which I started to play for Jensen's birthday. Yes. I love it. So far, it feels way more Assassin's Creed to me than Lord of the Rings. So it's I'm super hoping Assassin's that will Creed change first. as I get more into the story. It does. Once again, kind of early on, so it's hard to judge. And then the last thing is just that I went ahead and um, beat and platinumed all the Spider-Man DLC. 
Well, not Patna, but I 100%ed it or whatever. And um, I will never play that DLC again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that some of the storyline stuff was kind of fun, but it was it mostly felt like they were recycling all my least favorite parts of the game yeah. <laughs> into a bunch of mini missions, and I didn't love it. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I didn't 100% them because screw, screwball missions drive me insane. <laughs> Those were awful. Like, yeah. I, it was, I was actually, like, mad because I waited forever. I was like, oh, are we going to get some stealth missions finally because the stealth mm. missions had been my favorite yeah. challenges me too and she managed to make them suck <laughs> like, i liked yes. the stealth message and, and missions and they were not fun mm-hmm. when they were the screwball missions yeah like that was really my biggest problem with the dlc is i felt like it just a lot of the time wasn't fun yeah mm-hmm. i finished it but i was like i will maybe play i'll probably play the main game again at least once but mm-hmm. i don't think i'm ever gonna go back to the dlc yeah mm-hmm. the, the story was fine yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was actually maybe some tighter storytelling yeah. than the main um, than the main game, but it doesn't make up for it. <laughs> yeah, that's me and Spider Man. <laughs> Remember, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to do most and least favorite mm. today, and we're gonna try not to get too deeply into discussions about these, just because. We've already been talking for 40 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And I know that we want to discuss the last question of the episode. Mm -hmm. And also because we, I I feel like most and least favorite, we don't necessarily need to get into a long-winded discussion. And we definitely, I'm looking at you, we definitely (laughs) do not need to get into any arguments about it. This is not a visual medium. (laughs) She's pointing at Lainey. I'm pointing at Lainey. No, she's pointing at Aaron. (laughs) Why would she ever be pointing at Aaron? Aaron never argues with anyone. She would argue with anyone. I'm perfect. <laughs> oh no. Anyway. Make it through. If you wanted to at least maybe trick someone, you could have said she was pointing Jensen, at me. Yeah. She's pointing at herself. <laughs> anyway. So we're just going to go through our most and least favorite uh, for just a few different like topics and games. So starting off. Most and least favorite fighting system, Aaron. Ooh, okay. So God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn feel amazing. Um, as far as least favorite, maybe Dark Souls, but it's probably not its fault. It's just it doesn't click with me like other games do. There. Yeah. And I'm going to counter that and say that Bloodborne is maybe my favorite. I love the Dark Souls fighting style, but I think Bloodborne feels a little better to me. Um, although when I finally did click with Sekiro, I clicked really hard and Mm -hmm. like, I just love that fighting system. So that, I don't know, maybe it's a tie. And then I would say for least favorite, um, I just don't even feel like Pokemon or a lot of those other games. (laughs) Is that even a fighting system? Yes. It's turn-based fighting and it's terrible. (laughs) It's a fighting system, but yes, it's it's stupid. It almost feels like I'm... The only time turn-based fun is in soft park games. Yes, because it makes you press another button in order to make the attack actually well, happen. I'm not it. disliking it in Fire Emblem, but like classic turn turn-based fighting, I guess I hate. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. Anyway, for most and least favorite, Jensen. I love Pokemon games, but I agree that the fighting's boring. <laughs> I just end you up pressing A over and over you again. You don't play Pokemon for the fighting system. You play it for the Pokemon. You play it so that you can they collect. They are so cute. To collect, collect them all. Collect. And be the greatest there ever Catch was. Them all. I'll be the very best. We're not going to Bomb, bomb, bomb. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Most favorite um, is probably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, 
I just felt like it was so smooth. And being able to Spartan kick people off of mountains definitely helps. But also it just like, it feels, you feel like a demigod, you know? You're just so powerful. But at first you suck. It's nice that you suck so hard at the beginning and then you can get really awesome at it. I remember running away from the the first mercenary that was after me on (laughs) Kefalonia. like full on running from him because I was like I'm so bad at fighting I can't take you on (laughs) and then when I got good at it then it was fantastic and then also Mass Effect Andromeda um, I really loved the fighting in that I thought it was very nice and it was especially cool once you could like chain together like um, the Nova and the um, what's the other one Lainey the one where you like charge that's it when you could chain together Nova and charge attacks and in the last fight I like never touched the ground. I was just constantly up in the air and then charging at people. And then I do Nova and then I fly back up in the air and go charge at someone else. It was awesome. Uh, For least favorite, Elix, which came out like a little while ago. Uh, I haven't been back to it in a long while, so I don't know if they changed it. But I do remember the reason I stopped playing it is because I was distinctly thinking the fighting in this is so frustratingly stupid. I'm going to wait until they update it and fix it, and then I'll come back and play more. And I don't know if they ever did. Oh. Um, and then Two Worlds, I also hate. Yeah. <laughs> for all the reasons. Like, you, know. <laughs> you know, I hate Two Worlds for so many reasons, but I hate the combat because, you know, in, in Witcher, when you unlock the ability to swing your sword? Like, no. Well, have you ever gotten that where you, like, spin your sword around, you spin around in a circle? Flourish, I need yeah. that. It's like Two Worlds wanted to do that, but they couldn't. And so instead your character just like flips their sword on either side of their body and they look so stupid. And that's the only attack the whole time. And I hate it. So the only attack is a 12 year old outside with a stick pretending it's a lightsaber beating up their 10 year old cousin. Precisely. And being like, no, I want to be Darth Maul. Okay. Precisely. I just want to say, for the record, I think every single game that I picked is a game I actually love. I'm just doing most and least favorite. Jensen, on the other hand, has picked some games that she genuinely despises. Yeah. <laughs> Basically just two worlds. The rest of them I... Well, okay, I don't hate Alex. I just... I didn't really get into it because the combat was really frustrating. Yes. Fast travel. No, wait. Wait, Lainey hasn't gone. Look at a ball. Okay. <laughs> She was making a point. She fast traveled to the next question. Yeah. (laughs) I see what you did there. Okay. (laughs) So actually on that note, I just would like to say with, with this one, I don't know. I'm really selective about the games I play. So like I wouldn't even touch something like two worlds because I'm not going to sully myself with it, but (laughs) I don't know why I can't stop going back to the stupid game. (laughs) I have to say my favorite fighting system is Reckoning, and I think Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the thing that makes it most impressive is that it's one of those fighting systems where you use buttons to do, like... The face got, buttons. Yeah, you got you use the face buttons to do attacks, which generally you don't have anything special about a fighting system like that. But they've managed to make the combat really fluid yeah. and, like, that you can, like interchange these combos just so well like the second that you start playing you feel so fast and even when you're using like two-handed weaponry that should be clunky it's still like really sleek it's Mm -hmm. very nice um 
I think my favorite part about it is that you can switch so quickly from using one attack to another attack. It's, yeah. Like you can use your your first we- weapon, your primary weapon, and then you can just instantly switch to your secondary weapon. And then you can instantly switch over to magic. It's so The fast. response time is really good. Um, on the other side, I'd have to say my least favorite games in terms of combat, they're games that I love. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Dragon Age Origins, but that combat is so bad. <laughs> and it's like I've learned to love it after my 100 plus hours of playing that game. But it's bad. <laughs> It'd be bad. Yeah. So I'm going to pick that one because you can, like on casual, you can fall asleep while fighting a boss and there's no interest to it. And it's yeah. something like you can fall asleep. The combat is the worst part of that game. Yeah, but people don't play Dragon Age Origins for the combat. People play it for the characters. (laughs) And for romancing Alistair. Yeah. (laughs) But let's not break the Dragon Age rule here and talk about it. (laughs) Fast travel. Fast travel. What's your favorite fast travel, Erin? Oh, okay. So Funky's flight on Donkey Kong Country 2 is so great. <laughs> I mean, it's not super convenient because um, sometimes you have to spend money. But can you really forget that groovy music and Funky like floating stylishly on a surfboard? Like so good. <laughs> um, I completely agree with what Jensen's going to say, but I'll let her tell you Ew. that. So I, for my least favorite, I went with Red Dead Redemption 2 because... As far as I know, you can only fast travel from your tent and from nowhere else. Like, you Hmm. go from your tent and then you're done. You have to travel everywhere else. As far as I know, I might be missing something. I thought you could only fast travel from the trains and nowhere else. Oh. That game is is kind of... It is confusing. It's confusing sometimes. (laughs) Maybe I'll try from the trains. I've enjoyed what I've played so far, but it's confusing sometimes and I just don't know how to deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so um, in in an effort to be a little bit more original and not, like, just repeat the same thing that other people said, I just want to say that the subway scenes in Spider-Man are really cute. Mm -hmm. And because I trashed Spider-Man earlier, so yeah, (laughs) I'll just say a nice thing about it. Compliment (laughs) sandwich. It's sweet, compliment (laughs) sandwich. Also, um, the theme is, you know, that he loves the city, and I feel like the subway scenes really illustrate that, and it's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as my least favorite fast travel goes... I haven't played a ton of Elder Scrolls, but I remember feeling very lost no matter what. So, like, do you mean on, <laughs> online or yeah. like Skyrim or one of them. Morrowind? Because Morrowind, you could only fly, fast travel from the Stilt Striders, and Oblivion and Skyrim, you could fast travel and from anywhere to anywhere. Basically, yeah. um, basically. But online, I never figured it out. Yeah. I got lost. The like, like couple of times. Do you know how to fast travel it. in that game, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. So online, you have to find one of those glowy thingies. I can't remember what they call them. Um, you can fast travel from anywhere, but you have to spend money if you're not oh. at a waypoint. Oh. Yeah. And I got lost. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, and this was just a very fleeting thought of mine, 
one of my problems with Skyrim's fast travel system is that it's just so finicky about whether, like, enemies are nearby. And yeah. I remember growing up and seeing those memes of, you cannot fast travel while enemies are nearby. Mm. And then the picture of Liam Neeson being like, whoever you are, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, relating so hard to that. Because there were times where I'd just, like, pull it up and I'd be like, okay, let's go. And then I'm like... You're so like, I have to where? back out and I have to yeah. be like, okay, come on, get me a coward. Yeah. It's the worst, but it's a dragon. Because yes. you're like, I do not want to fight like, a dragon yeah. right now, it's but I, what else am I going to do? So far away, it doesn't even see yeah. me. Yeah. Sometimes you can't even see the enemies that it's talking about. So it's like, how long do you want me to walk? Good grief. Yeah, so basically <laughs> that whole rule with it was just super finicky and annoying. Mm, and that's yeah. my problem with that fast travel system. I agree. <laughs> Okay, me now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my most favorite is actually Control, even though it's Ooh. all new. You know, I've had lots of experiences with games and fast travel. I think I like Control's best because it actually has, like, like it's part of the story. Yeah. Like, I love when she's talking to Emily and she says that she's like, has anyone used the control points to teleport? And Emily's like, no, no, they, they, no one's done that. And she's like, <laughs> oh. Because that's how I use them. <laughs> it's so cool because oh. it's like actual transport teleportation in the story. Because mm-hmm. I'm better than you. <laughs> I know. Jesse's just like, I can teleport with them. And Emily's like, well, we're going to be running tests on that. <laughs> yeah. I do want to run tests on my heart, Emily. Ooh, I ship it. <laughs> Sorry, really quickly. I do wish it would actually show her like. Yeah. Like, maybe preparing to teleport because it just goes to a loading screen, which is fine because, you know, it works. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish I could see, like, how she does it and what it looks like. I agree because I didn't realize that she was actually teleporting until she said that to mm-hmm. Emily. And then I was just like, oh, that's amazing. But if they showed it, that would be fantastic. Yeah. So that's the only thing I would suggest with changing that. It's just mm. that one thing. That's, that would be so cool. <laughs> uh, as for least favorite... Probably Conan Exiles when you're not playing with the admin mode on. Mm-hmm. Because then the only way to fast travel is you can only travel to your bed or your bedroll. And then only when you die. So I have literally like... <laughs> I ha- I like to turn off the drop equipment on death thing because it really frustrates me. <laughs> and I know that game's supposed to be hard, but mm. I don't care. <laughs> I want to not drop my stuff. <laughs> It's like a pet peeve. I hate dropping my stuff in games. And so I've literally, though, gone somewhere and picked up whatever I needed. And then I just let myself get killed so I can get teleported back to my bedroll. (laughs) People just just want to play that game, have a nice time running around naked in the world. Yeah, that's why it's it's so much more fun. like that, guys. (laughs) Yeah, it's so much more fun to have admin mode on. But I guess that's why they allowed admin mode. Yeah. I mean, I never... I, I... on PC, I play with admin mode and full on, and I just basically play it like it's Minecraft and um, creative mode. But on PlayStation, I I just kind of use liberal amounts of admin. It's nice, though. Okay, yes, I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's Dragon so, Age all over again. <laughs> so, I just want to say... Y'all picked all that stuff because I picked the best one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all wanted to pick this. One. I didn't know this was a thing, Remember, but it's amazing. You know how uh, Breath of the Wild, you got your you got your Sheikah Slate? Well, that allows you to fast travel to shrines and towers and whatnot. 
And you can do that at literally any moment you'd like. It's, any moment. It's basically a teleportation this was a thing. power. I yes, it is. Yeah. I I'm so almost always end up having I've to used use it, it in midair when I'm falling. Yeah, I've no. Used it when I'm on fire to get out of fire. Sorry. I almost always end up using it when I'm climbing up the Goron Mountains because there's the one bit where, like, I'm trying to get to the tower, so I climb up this mountain and then I jump off and I'm gliding and I always end up going into the area where you burst into flames. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm gonna die. So I end up teleporting in midair on my glider on flames, like, all the time. And I'm fine. Like, I'm fine afterward. <laughs> or, like, on horseback, being pursued by a Lionel, which happens all the time. Or, like, a Lionel saw me, and I thought that the mask was going to work, and then it didn't. <laughs> Why'd they lie to me? <laughs> Why'd they lie to me? First she got that mask, she ran straight up to a Lionel, and he just, like, killed her. <laughs> and That's then so the next funny. time it happened, From I fast-traveled. It works. <laughs> Literally the worst 15,000 mon I have ever spent. <laughs> um, as for least favorite fast traveling system new dawn is really annoying in that a lot of the things that should be there immediately are things that you unlock at like certain levels so fast travel you don't unlock until you've got like a level two of one of the areas in your of your camp yeah, and you don't, it was just you so don't get that until you've done um, a couple of the main quests. And I know Lainey's like me, where she likes to put off doing the main quest stuff for as long as well, possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's important story stuff. <laughs> I want to have my full focus you on that. You mess around and do nothing Look, for I, a while. I want to have my full focus on that so that when old man Jenkins wants me to get his cat, I don't have to worry about that while I'm saving the world. Strawberries! <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> inventory. Oh, speaking of Breath of the Wild, it has a beautifully simple inventory. You have separate sections for melee, bows, outfits, ingredients, and prep meals. And then there's The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. It's a mess, and I hate it. And I'm probably not using the best things that I could be using. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so there. <laughs> I feel like Dark Souls inventory is really intuitive, and it just is, I love it. And I also give it extra points because of all the flavor text. I know they do that kind of things in other games too, but I am particularly fond of it in Dark Souls because it's almost the majority of the storytelling told mm. through that flavor text. And the inventory is really nice and accessible. Um, and then the worst inventory, well, the reason why I wanted to do the most and least favorite was literally because I was playing Conan Exiles and I hate their inventory. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I hate yes. it so much. And that I know sucks. I already ragged on it for its fast travel, but like its inventory is worse than the fast travel game. <laughs> Dude. That game is really only super fun because you get to be naked and yeah. I can't. No, it's because it's, it's fun only for a fun. lot of reasons, but like it's fun because it's Minecraft with good graphics. Yeah, well, better graphics. But that <laughs> not like. But like graphics. the inventory system graphics. in Minecraft is also a bust. Yeah, yeah. All all those sixteen-year-olds yeah. are gonna come at me now. Okay. Anyway, that's <laughs> uh, no, me. Yeah. Um, Oddly, I'm on the other side of this issue with Erin. I actually love The Witcher 3's inventory. And I love Horizon Zero Dawn's inventory. And I feel like they're very similar. Because it's like they're separated into types of items. So it's like pages of inventory things. 
but on like a big grid. And I think what it is is that I like to wallow in a huge grid of items (laughs) that I have. And I love to just like spend a ton of time in there going through and dismantling the things I don't need and selling stuff that I don't need and organizing my stuff. (laughs) And so Witcher 3 and Horizon Zero Dawn, they just work for me in that way. She's the Liz Lemon of inventories. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Um... I have I have a second category in here, like a middle category. Um, that's the I don't know if I love it or hate it section <laughs> because I was like I was thinking about weird inventories and I was like Fable Three, I love that inventory, mm. and then I was like No wait, I hate it, and then I was like I don't know. I love it. Like I love that like. I kind of love the sanctuary idea that you go to the sanctuary mm. and then like you look through, but then sometimes. Sometimes my brain forgets that it's that's the inventory, and so I press start, and then I go there, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? Maybe you're just <laughs> too dumb for a good inventory Maybe. system. But it's like, <laughs> I, I just can't decide if I love it or if I hate it. You know, there's days where I love it, and there's days where I just don't love it. But the one, the one that I really do hate is Fable 2. Because it's just constant scrolling. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole reason they made the inventory like it was in 3 is because there was so much scrolling through 2. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah. I forget so. about all the stuff I have. Yeah. I After a while, after, like at a certain point in the game, I stopped looking at my inventory completely. And I'm just like, whatever, I'm good the way I, I am now. Yeah, I like forget <laughs> that I should probably go ahead and sell all my condoms because... I'm in a relationship with another woman, so I can't really use them. <laughs> Why do I have so many? You just find them around, like, buried underground Ew. and in people's drawers. Maybe we shouldn't be using them. <laughs> so. Well, you don't. Personally, I feel like the best inventory system is no inventory system. But if I have to choose one, I think one of my favorite ones is Skyrim. Because instead of having a confusing grid with lots of little pictures and text I cannot read, <laughs> it's just a nice, nice little list of stuff in categories. And it's just a lot easier for me to sort through it. I don't know. I think I'm just better with lists than I, with grids. I do like that it brings up the picture of the item when you select it. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm going to add on Fable 3's inventory system is great because it makes it tangible. Like, it makes it something that I can see. And I think that's really helpful because then I don't forget about all the items I have. So I really like that one. Um, And then inventory systems that I absolutely hate. um, I really hated the one for No Man's Sky. Mm. I could not tell what I had. What what, what did I have? (laughs) I couldn't tell. Like, Like, first off, the writing was too small and I couldn't read it. And second of all, off, I'm dumb anyway, so it's not like I'm going to be able to read it. There are also, like, three locations. No Man's Sky's inventory also confused me, because it's like, you've got your ship's inventory, and then your inventory, and then I swear there was a third one. That I, I was know. Like, like, this was four? Was not four. <laughs> so, yeah. Not great. <laughs> okay. Sound mixing. <laughs> the moment of truth for Elsa. <laughs> yeah, I have opinions about sound mixing, but let's go there first. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm wrong, don't make fun of me because I'm not an audiophile and it's been a while, but I think I remember the Halo games having pretty good sound mixing. Um, and 
Sorry to steal one, but Dark Souls is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I want to defend it, but I can't. Yeah. yeah. Specifically remastered. Like, especially walking through grass. Yeah, like it's so loud. It can be it's so loud. It's like the sound of my sleep paralysis demon munching on the bones of and the innocent. And you like you turn it down so you don't have to hear this loud crunching through grass that sounds like it's frozen. And then you go to talk so to someone and they're so quiet. You have to turn the volume back up and then you forget and you go step in grass and it's like you have to turn it down again. Maybe it adds to the existential horror, but personally, I feel like it just makes my ears hurt. I sometimes wonder if it was purposeful. Like, if they wanted mm. you to feel really lonely yeah, in the crowd and they wanted crunch, people to feel distant. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting idea. I'm not sure it really works. Yeah. Sorry, this isn't as deep as what Elsa just said, but it's like the classical music of the gaming world. Like, why can't they just mix classical music so the quiet parts, you can actually hear them without turning your volume all the way up and then suddenly, out of nowhere, it's really loud. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to keep my comments really short. I do have a lot of thoughts. I'm just going to say Minecraft bad, Hellblade good. <laughs> Specifically, I like that Hellblade's sound really only contributes to atmosphere. That's, that's mm -hmm. its whole job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. It was good. Yeah. Oh, it's me next. Yep. Um, <laughs> my most favorite, I think, is just all of this generation of Tomb Raider games. I think that they're all just so nice. I feel like I really am in the locations that you are in the game, you know, like in every way. And then for least, um, Morrowind. Specifically, when you're walking around in a town and you walk by someone and you're like running away from him, and all of a sudden you hear them shout to you across the, the city, just Outlander! And it's like so loud, they're like right, they're next, right next to you. Yeah. And it's just like, it just bugs me. Makes me think um, of a character that I've made up with my friends who had the voice of Taika Waititi, and wherever he stood, it sounded like he was right next to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then also two worlds again, because not only. Not only does it sound like everyone is sitting right next to you being like, what's that, my lord? But also, they're like, so, they're so weird. Jensen everyone sounds so right stupid. In space there. I was not expecting it. There is no personal space bubble anymore. There's no personal space in two worlds. <laughs> I hate two worlds. Well, um, on to me. I never pay attention to sound mixing in games, so I don't even have a best one. I don't know. You're just gonna do everything Aaron said yeah. about pixels, right? You know, uh, because she's she stole it from yeah, me. Yeah, I originally okay. stole it from her. She stole it from me. But <laughs> for someone a thief. for someone who does not pay much attention to sound. You know it's real bad when I can tell that Dark Souls is the worst with sound mixing. Um, a game that's good at sound mixing? I don't, I don't know. Um, Mass Effect 2? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mass Effect like, 2 sounds good. That's my, that's, that's, that's gonna be my catch-all for things that I like. Mass Effect It's because Mass Effect 2 is amazing. So, Dark Souls is amazing. But not with sound mixing. <laughs> sound mixing is not great. It's not a catch-all because you can't use it for sound mixing. Okay, controls generally, Aaron. 
Okay, so Halo and Horizon Zero Dawn, like the muscle memory mm -hmm. is just always going to be there. Like I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. um, least favorite at the moment is Red Dead Redemption 2. Like what even are the controls? It's so weird. It doesn't make sense, especially when you want to sprint, but you have to keep hitting the button to sprint and you can't control where you're moving yeah, and looking. Rockstar's rock not like great. I feel yeah. like the hitting the button over and over again to sprint worked in Grand Theft Auto V, but I don't feel like it works in Red Dead Redemption 2, and I don't know why. Mm. But I got really used to it in Grand Theft Auto, and I felt really comfortable with it. But yeah. In Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2, I'm just like, I just keep dying all yeah. the time. Yeah, and I can't look at the pretty scenery because yeah. I'm riding my horse. <laughs> Elsa. All right. So... I would say that I have a soft spot for, you know, everybody knows that survival horror is my genre, but I have a soft spot for the games that purposefully make controls difficult for gameplay purposes. Um, and I, this isn't like a new concept that's, it's been around for a long time. Like people know that this is a thing. If you're playing with a character who's less competent, sometimes making the controls a little bit stickier, a little bit heavier, a little bit slower can help to kind of enhance that atmosphere. But I do think that there are some survival horror games that are just lazy and try to use this as an excuse to not like fine tune their controls. So I would say like a good example, a good recent example would be like the Outlast games. I think they do a good job of making the character difficult to control without it feeling like unpolished, you mm -hmm. know? And then like a bad example, there's a few recent ones, but uh, in particular, like the most recent example I can think of is this game, The Room, that I bought on Switch that was a fun puzzle game. Um, and I actually was enjoying it a lot, but the main difficulty of it seemed to be just getting the controls to do what I needed them to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I think that that is something that's very common for puzzle games and for survival horror that yes. I'd really like to see cleaned up. Yeah, well, yeah. With survival horror too, they purposefully make the controls frustrating so that it's even more like desperate and dire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why do they do that? Be because I just said they want it. you to not be listening. <laughs> Are you serious? I just got through explaining. I, I just said that. <laughs> yes, I was not listening. But why male models? Perhaps the true puzzle of the room is the controls themselves. <laughs> Puzzle of the controls. She already said it really well. <laughs> Good trailing. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> She's gonna keep trying. Controls. She's mad that She's I stole our controls. <laughs> She's gonna keep going till she just starts weeping on the floor. Lady, <laughs> would you like to go next? Perhaps we'll the go real back to <laughs> controls. Were the puzzles all along? <laughs> the best puzzles are the controls we find along the way. <laughs> Maybe the controls were always oh with gosh. us. It's man. Okay. <laughs> Most dangerous animal is man. man. Okay. Oh or is it puzzles? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Jensen. You tell. Wait. <laughs> no, no, you tell. No, you tell. No, you tell. No, you tell. Oh, oh my gosh. No, no it's my turn. 
I say now? I'm trying to remember what thing, what subject we're on. Controls. Controls. Um, I think my most favorite is probably Rise of the Tomb Raider because I felt like Lainey calls it spiritual hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. But um, by the end of Rise of the Tomb Raider, I just felt so connected with Lara. It felt like it didn't even feel like I was holding a controller. You didn't know where Lara was... began and she ended. Exactly. <laughs> it was so perfect. That fight on the top of the tower with the helicopters and stuff, I just felt so in control of everything I was doing. It was amazing. Meanwhile, I was shouting expletives and biting yeah. my controller. Lainey is <laughs> having a hard time. I was, it was fine. It just wasn't my best <clears throat> boss battle. You guys, it's so late that I imagine... Jensen and Lara Croft, like, connecting through the TV like that. <laughs> that is what happened. That's exactly how it was. Only during, well, during became, the witching hour. They though. became conjoined <laughs> twins for a day. You want to see my scar? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That's amazing. Um, and then also, just like, just as like a little shout out, um, I felt like the, the traversing, traversal controls for Spider-Man were really, really good. And really intuitive. Um, and then Spyro, the new, like the reignited, reignited trilogy, but specifically just the first game. The third game is pretty okay. The second game, for some reason, yeah. <laughs> second game was crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. and weird. But the first game, it was really, really good and mm-hmm. intuitive and nice. It just felt good. Watching you for like a solid hour trying to complete one of the things in the second game for the reignited series. Yeah. And it was just, you just, every time you turned this one corner, you'd hit the same yes. part of the wall. And it went on for an entire hour. And it got to the point where I was like, does she know? Yes. Where to go? The second game, Ripto's Rage. It's called Ripto's Rage because that's exactly what you're going to do while you play it. You're going to rage because it's stupid. Anyway. Um, least favorite controls is probably Red Dead Redemption, the first one, because they're even worse than the second game's controls. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh, I hate it. Um, and then I remember doing the same quest like six times just because I really didn't want this one girl to die. And so I was just trying to shoot the guy before he shot Aww. her. And just trying to do that was such a pain in the butt. Um, and then also Uncharted. I have to throw a Shout out to that one because the first game has such bad controls. (laughs) Do you know how many times I died just because Nate just kept running when I (laughs) let go of the controller and just ran right off of a a cliff? Mm. Like constantly. He's always falling off of cliffs. Even the remastered. Poor boy. Oh, I haven't played the remastered, but I would not. (laughs) Put it past him. Do you think Zach is oh, okay? I thought he was snoring. <laughs> Nate needs was to cool. talk to someone about his tendencies. <laughs> is he okay? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they got way better in the second game, and then they kind of got worse again in the third game. Hmm. Oh, shout out to Kingdom Hearts for sucking at controls. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, no. the second game. Gosh, I hate oh, it in every way. Oh, no. Yeah. I won't talk about it. We're not going to go Dragon Age in this. Um, I know it's too late, but you didn't even mention Chain of Memories for worse fighting system. That one's oh, pretty bad. I didn't remember that one. That one's like, I was really surprised not to see it on the list. The fighting yeah. system in yeah. Chain of Memories is the dumbest I feel like I can't thing. mention it because I had never played it. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, I haven't, it just looks it's terrible. The reason I stopped playing the game is because I was just like, 
I can't handle it anymore. I hate fighting so much in this game. I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and I just stopped playing the game. She didn't finish it. No. And I don't know if I ever will. I That's might okay. try and go back and play it on easy because I was playing it on normal. I might try and go back and play it on easy at some point in my life, but by that time I probably will be like in a retirement home and like all I do all day is well, play video games. Maybe you'll get to document it on the podcast. Maybe. So, um, as an eighty-two-year-old woman, eighty-two-year-old lady, lady. Um, so for my picks, I would say also Rise of the Tomb Raider. I actually. While I didn't do so great with the boss battle for the most part of the game, I felt like the controls are pretty good. Um, just in overall in the Tomb Raider games, I do really enjoy a lot of those controls. Um, Reckoning also has a lot to do with the fighting style, but I also, I think it's controls and fighting style kind of go hand in hand with that one. And then <clears throat> Mass Effect 2, because, you know. It feels good. It just, it does, it just feels right, you know? Yeah. It's nothing fancy. Especially like, since... The controls in Mass Effect 2 aren't fancy by any means, but they just feel good, you know? Especially okay. since Sometimes. you're going from Mass Effect to Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's just big, big yeah. improvement. When I think of... I found that when I was thinking of games where I like the controls, I tended to lean towards games where there was some balance. Yeah. Where it's like, this shooting system works, this fighting system works, this traversal system works. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice to see all of it kind of working, mm -hmm. you know? And it definitely yeah. felt like that with Mass Effect 2. Yeah. yeah. So where, where maybe maybe it's not it's, the perfect example of any one thing, but yeah. it's a good example of all of it. It's, it's you know, it's the kind of fighting with, like, the chest-high walls and, you know, cover shooting. Yeah. But, like, for a cover shooting heavy game, you know, it felt it's good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for my least favorite controls, in general, I really do think that the controls in Saints Row 2, they're not terrible. Um, they're nothing to write home about, but they're not terrible to write a poem about. But <laughs> the control, the default controls for driving, just the worst thing ever. Because the default is... They need to know you can change them. Yeah. In what? In Saints Row. You can change them. Change the driving And you can controls. make them better. But it doesn't really work all that well. Because it's still yeah. the PlayStation 3 controller and the triggers are really finicky. Which is finicky. garbage. So... <laughs> Either way, you're kind of screwed when it comes to driving in this game. But specifically... It's the... a bummer because the game is mostly about driving. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, like, it starts you out where um, on the PlayStation 3 controller, X is accelerate. Accelerate? <laughs> you mean cross is oh accelerate? Oh, my gosh. Cross! <laughs> accelerate? What is language? And square is decelerate. You mean box. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> I want to throw myself in front of a truck. Okay. <laughs> but not for insurance fraud like Saints Row 2. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, it sucks. And I played so many hours that game not realizing that you can change the controls and make them slightly better. So, yeah. Voice performance. <laughs> I'm just taking over Elsa's spot. Let's see if she'll win over the crown. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I should probably defend it, but... She's tired. Yeah. <laughs> what if you had a wrestler who was like, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> that, that would be, be so good. The most sleepiest princess in the land by wrestling persona. Yes. 
You okay, when you when we do our sports episode, you have to play yes. as the most sleepiest princess in the land. I could use like a drunken style. Yes, yeah, yes. but sleepy. Yes. And if there's any move that like, involves you lying down, pile on them. Lie down. That's, that's your yes. that's your finish. I think move. that's called getting pinned. Just wham. <laughs> pin them but like pretend to be asleep because it's also about acting and putting on a show okay yes yes <laughs> voice performance <clears throat> Aaron. oh gosh okay um i know elsa meant games specifically but i guys i just can't stephen russell as garrett in the first three thief games oh my gosh Mm -hmm. it melts my heart (laughs) like you can just hear the crooked smile and his gravelly sarcastic voice and it's beautiful Uh, (laughs) it's late talk about people who fall in love with voices attracted to voices mm-hmm. it is a strange yeah. world yeah an anime we live oh. in a society you're gonna just steal all my things you? are you gonna take them back i don't know maybe okay but don't copy sleep. everything i do okay but don't copy everything i do oh my gosh <laughs> okay Aaron. okay and my least favorite <clears throat> um skyrim i mean the voice acting isn't terrible. It's not the best, but mostly because they have like the same five voice actors for every character in the game. And I love Max from Goofy Movie, but if I have to hear him sing one more time, I swear. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's love- him! Yeah. Yes, it is him. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love hearing one of the people from that does a voice in Skyrim in a different thing. Mm. It's always the weirdest thing. I'm like, how did you get here? Yeah, no, the guy who does the voice of Fenris it often plays an Imperial Guard in Skyrim. Yeah. And Imperial mm. Guards are absolute jerks, but yeah. he's kind of a jerk in Dragon Age 2. He but he's less <laughs> of a jerk. He, sometimes he's kind of nice or whatever. So he says things, and then in Skyrim I go to it, and he's like, he's like, move along. Move along, citizen. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me, the last time we met, you were very anti-establishment. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, but one thing they did get right is they had Stephen Russell play one of the main Thieves Guild guys. And I was like, shout out to a game no one knows. Guys, <laughs> 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 nice. I didn't realize that. Yeah, which one? Oh, that's great. Uh, I can't remember. Um, I would imagine it's the guy with the hood who, like, never speaks. But well, Lainey, if he never speaks, it's probably not him. Well, he speaks sometimes. <laughs> he has to have a voice actor. <laughs> we hired a voice actor for this character who never speaks. <laughs> he just because we're just because. made of money. <laughs> well, hire Stephen is- Russell to just go mm. <laughs> gravelly. <laughs> gravelly. <laughs> Oh, okay, so he's Mercer Frey. Oh! He's Mercer? Yeah, Clavicus, cool. Vile, Barbus. Ooh! He's Barbus? Yeah, Sinric, Endel, and probably a bunch of other people. I'm, I know all cool. these people. Yeah. I, I can't. Is he in Saints oh Row? Gosh. Oh, no, that looked like Saints Row. Oh. It's um, <clears throat> the Light Keepers. <laughs> 
have no idea what that is. Okay. Oh, Moving it's, on. It's a movie. Yes. <laughs> Gotta go. We gotta yes. 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 step this it's up, guys. So, do this. I just it. wanna say, I just wanna give a little bit we I know we've mentioned them a couple of times, but I the thing that I found really charming about Saints Row Three and Saints Row Four especially is the character customization kind of takes it to the next level because like not only do you have these excellent voice performances from all of these different characters not just for the npcs but for your character mm -hmm. but no matter what personality you choose the dialogue works so well even though they have such a different delivery and such a different personality and it's just i just think it's a really good example of of how that customization can just fit in so well with the world and I wasn't going to talk about any specific voice actors, but I just have to say that my favorite character to play as was um, my guy Reginald, yeah. who had the Cockney accent, which was Mr. Sheffield. Sheffield. I can't remember that actor's I name. I can't remember his name. But either. he's Mr. Sheffield. Yes. <laughs> and I'm the nanny. Um, and he's so good. And I love that game and I love that actor. And then as far as like my least favorite voice of performances go. I just have to say, I purposefully switched over to the Japanese performance for Devil May Cry because the English performance drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't think it's there's anything wrong with it. Like, I don't think it's bad. I love that <laughs> game. I just can't stand it. And I think it's just a little bit too aggressively anime in a game that's already really aggressively anime. And I don't know what it is, but the voice performance just takes it over the top. I was just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For me, uh, my most favorite is definitely Mass Effect. Um, just all of the voices in Mass Effect, I feel like they do a fantastic job. Everyone's doing a great performance, but especially Jennifer Hale. You know, she's she's the absolute best. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also want to do a little shout out to The Witcher 3. All the voices are great in that, but I feel like the Polish performance, I've been playing it in Polish this most recent time, and the Polish performances are especially great. I just, I really love it. Um, and then I also want to mention the lady from Oblivion who says, wait, let me do that again. <laughs> In the middle of her line <laughs> and then re-delivers her line. I love it so much. I know it's not, it's kind of a jokey thing, but at the same time, I just really love it because it's so, it's so funny. Um, and then Lee's favorite is Two Worlds again. <laughs> I hate two worlds Not so good. much. It's so bad. And everyone's speaking in like ye old English, but it sounds like people today is speaking in ye old English. And so they don't sound they don't sound convincing at all. They're like, they're like, e gods, me lord. <laughs> Why don't we have a spot of ale? And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it sounds oh, like they just boy. went and like picked up someone from Home Depot and was just like, would you say these lines in the worst possible English accent you can do? Whoa, why Home Depot? <laughs> because, I mean, I don't know. It's just the first place that popped into my head We're where you might home. find someone wandering around on a Saturday who's like, would be willing to just do some voice so acting. Me. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> Except that I'd be okay at it. I don't know about that. <laughs> Coming to my home. Okay. Well, I have an interesting relationship with voice acting. We'll get to that, though. Um, 
just confused. <laughs> Elsa turns and looks like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think I'd have to say my favorite voice performances from games overall, Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Bioware is really great about picking good voice actors who really know what they're doing. Specifically, Jennifer Hale. I mean, she's the reason why so mm. many people are enamored with Femshep. Like, and Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> yes. Um, and, like, not throwing shade at Mark Mir because he also did a really great job. But Jennifer Hale definitely, like, she just brought she's her so lines great. out. She's great. Um, and then in Dragon Age, I think one of my favorite performances is from Kate Mulgrew um, as Flemeth. Yes. And how she just, she already has, like, that gravelly witch voice about her, but she does, she kind of hands it up a little bit, and it really, really works, though. Like, she's just, like, laughing at her own jokes, and she just, just sounds like this crazy lady, and I just wish I could live in that world and be friends with Plymouth. <laughs> so maybe I just really like the character, but I also think Kate Mulgrew did a great job. As for least favorite, I can't really tell... Uh, I can't really tell if I hate the Fable games <laughs> voice acting. <laughs> because part of me kind of loves it, but the other part of me wants to, like, drown myself in, to in toilet water. <laughs> when I'm walking through the castle and I hear that one maid go, Your Majesty. <laughs> but I, like, I... Your Majesty. I've definitely, I've, I've definitely gotten a love from it, and specifically, they always get Stephen Fry for those games, mm -hmm. and Stephen Fry does a good job. Stephen Fry is amazing, but he does ham it up. Oh yeah, but he, not not as bad but as in that a great one way. made. Not as bad as that one made. <laughs> but yeah, majesty. So like, I guess uh, that's definitely a game with some interesting voice acting. Yes. I'll say. <sighs> All right. What not video game thing are you obsessed with, Aaron? <laughs> well, we were talking about hamming up our voice acting. So. No, 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 no. What not video game thing are you obsessed with, Aaron? Your majesty. <laughs> Your majesty. <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to go on a quest now, <laughs> but I don't want to. Save the world from darkness. Dang it. You are the and darkness. And while you're at it, bring me a chicken. Well. And I'm oh, Alex, gosh. and I want you to spend time with me. Gosh, Alex, I'm not going to spend time with you. I have to save the world. Gosh. And then when you do spend time with him, you're like, let's go find some Valvarines. <laughs> I'll take you on a picnic. You're gonna love it. Oh, oh no! Man. When did our innocent little picnic get ambushed by Valverines? I'm like, why are we set up in these ruins? I thought oh, you'd like them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> I know I've been on an anime kick, but Yona of the Dawn was so good. Characters, story, everything, the lore, great. Um, I wish there would be a season two, which there probably will be in like 2020, apparently, which is crazy because the first one came out in 2014. Wow. Anyway, love <sighs> Yona and Hawk. I ship them so hard. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just holding out hope that I will get to watch this season two. 
because no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just I've been right. I've been waiting the longest for this, and I have I've come to deeply despair about it. Like it's not going to happen, and I'm really sad. I'm sorry. No. Look upon my my. But you can read the manga. Despair. You can read the manga. I'll have to read the readings for nerds. You can't listen to Chris Sabat do Hawk's voice in the manga. Yeah. So what's the point? Um, well, it's a good story, and I don't know. I'll read the manga because I'm here. And a scholar. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, I slept on American Horror Story after I quit Cult halfway through because it was so dumb. I <laughs> just like I was like I can't do this, so I I never finished Cult. But um, the thing about American Horror Story is that each season, it's like it's got another chance. And, um, so I started... <laughs> a chance to disappoint you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> There's been some really good seasons, okay? Like, like, officially, I really loved, um, I really loved Murder House and Asylum and Coven, obviously, and Freak Show, and I actually really liked Hotel. I really liked most of them. I really did. But, like, Colt was bad. Roanoke was uneven. I feel like I really liked the idea, and I thought the first half was solid, and the way it ended was just... I lost interest as soon as the first half was over. Once yeah. they started into the second half of the story, I was like, "See, I don't I care still, anymore." I was still interested, but it was like it was something. There was something about like the very last episode that made the whole thing just feel kind of ow. Yeah. Overall, I don't know. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so I started into Apocalypse a year later because the whole thing is on Netflix now, and I love Apocalypse. It's really fun. I finished the entire thing in like two days, which is the, it's been a long time since I actually binged my way through an American Horror Story season because I actually cared. She's at her weekly family dinner watching American Horror Story. I was. So I was talking to her relatives. Well, I talked to the relatives too, but as soon as this conversation started to turn to politics, I figured I should extract myself. Yeah, it's probably like time to go to American Horror Story. You know it's bad. (laughs) That's the time when I put my headphones in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I was really, I really liked this season a lot, you guys. It was great. It felt like a direct sequel to Coven in a lot of ways, but also Murder House. And it was great. And I was really worried because they introduced a new character and it made it very clear that like the season was going to be about him. And it was a new character and a new actor. And it's really hard in a show where the whole charm of it is that they keep bringing back this cast of characters for them to introduce somebody who you like actually connect with and like. Um, But he was great. And um, to the surprise of absolutely no one, he's Australian. Why does this always happen with me and the Australians? <laughs> I love him. Anyway, um, so it was it, like, it's a dumb show, okay? It's stupid and it's weird and it's dumb, but I just love it. But it's your dumb show. It's, it's my favorite luxury garbage. Yeah. Like I just have such a fun time sitting there eating my sugary, spicy trash. And I love this show so much. It's so dumb. I love it. It's your hot Cheetos with lime. It's my hot Cheetos <laughs> with lime. And Dr. Pepper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're best with Dr. Pepper. So Coke. after the disappointment of after the, the disappointment of Colt, this was great. This was exactly what I needed. <laughs> nice. I'm glad. I might so, have to actually start watching the season that's airing now. So Jensen. 
<laughs> Jensen's excited to talk about that. So <laughs> I started listening to the Witcher books um, while I was at work. So I've started reading the books technically. Started with The Last Wish and then I listened to Season of Storms and right now I'm on Sword of Destiny and I'm going to finish that within two hours of work tomorrow and start on Blood of Elves. And I love them so much. They're so beautiful and the dialogue is just amazing and it's so flowery and fun. And in some ways it kind of reminds me of J.K. Rowling's dialogue. And I know that it's been translated and, you know, the localization is is different, changed a little bit. But um, because I actually speak Polish, uh, I can hear some of the phrases in Polish in my head as I hear them. Like, I can hear ones that haven't been translated too much. And it's still just like, it feels Polish. You know, a lot of things they say, just it just fits. And it's just, oh, I just love it so much, though. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> and it's making like, me... Actually starts crying. I know, podcast. practically. I was crying in my car at lunch today because <laughs> I was listening to Sword of Destiny and there was a really, really sad moment in it. And I won't talk about it because Elsa's reading the books too. But <laughs> it's just, it's so beautiful. And it's getting me really excited for the series to come out on Netflix, but also making me really scared that they're going to screw it up. Like, I, could, I just know I'm going to be one of those people who's like, that's different from the book and I don't accept it, <laughs> which I've never yeah. been like that with a thing before, because like with the Harry Potter movies, I was always like, it's just another telling of the same story. It's fine. You know, if they change a couple of things, it's not that big of a deal. But with The Witcher, for some reason, I think I'm just I think I'm scared because it's so good that all they have to do is just do exactly what's in the book. With the same dialogue, but visual, and it will be great. And I'm so worried they're going to try and change some stuff around or they're going to take some characters out. And I think what's making me the most nervous is looking at the IMDb listing because I can look through there and I can see what characters are not listed and what characters are listed. And I can tell what stories they're going to talk about from that. And, and like how they're truncating yeah. them. Yeah. And there's some of them where I'm like, okay, okay. So you've got this character listed, but I don't see this other character listed. Like for Season of Storms, they've got Coral listed, but they don't have Mosaic. Is Mosaic just not there? You can't not <laughs> like, have Mosaic. Seriously. And like the girl that they've cast for Siri is too old. And so I'm like, you better have some younger series in there. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> and like, I'm, also, I'm freaking out. Dandelions? Not named Dandelion. Dandelion. They're calling him Yasker. And it's like, okay, why didn't you at least list him as Julian? Who is Yasker? And maybe I'm not far enough in the book to understand why he's called Yasker and not Julian or I Dandelion. Don't, I don't think that's the problem. But I just, <laughs> I'm freaking out here. Still, people call him Dandelion <laughs> oh. or Dandelion if you're, you're... If you're Peter Kenny in Peter Kenny, The Last Wish. You know. For some reason he says Dandelion instead of Dandelion. That <laughs> could still be a funny Easter egg for people who are steeped in that... Yeah. Part, yeah. You that's know? that. I, I just kind of. I've been reading the books too, and um, and I feel like I want to give a shout out. That was kind of like we've come full circle here because we had our episode a year ago where we were like, <laughs> we believe in you, Henry Cavill. Our and, first episode. Yes. And I know that everybody has been freaking out about this cast for a year. A lot of people are very upset, but I've got to say, 
I have zero problems with how it looks. Yeah. yeah. I have zero problems with the people they've cast. I think they all look great. I think they're all perfectly We still believe actors. in Henry Cavill. Like, we still believe in Henry Cavill, <laughs> but I am starting to panic now that I am getting familiarizing myself with the stories. I am starting to panic about the writing because I... I believe in Henry Cavill. I don't know if I believe in these writers. If there yeah. is, going I believe to be- in Andrei Sakovsky. Yeah, and his writing. If there is going to be a problem, is he involved? I don't know. If there is going to be a problem with the show, it's not with the casting. It's going to be with the writing. Yeah, That's yeah. basically. Yeah, and the trailer worries me because it was very light on dialogue, but yeah. everything that I heard didn't sound like it had captured yeah. the voice of the story at all. The thing is, it looks great. Those books are like. dialogue, and they're hilarious, yeah. And, And like, like, there is so much of the story that's just told through Geralt arguing with an authority figure. Yeah. That's, like, most of the the books. It's just Geralt, like, just eloquently arguing his point against someone who is pig-headedly refusing to listen to him, or sometimes is expertly arguing their own side. by the occasional vulnerable dad moment. Yes. Or vulnerable humiliation moment. Yes. Really good. Vulnerable dad moment trademark. Um, I just want to say too that the I've only listened to a little bit of that book, just in a random scene. It was very funny though, and it was great. Um, but like the dialogue and the narrate narrative, you know, like it's all just it's got a really specific voice. Yeah. And if they can't capture that in the show, it's gonna be a real shame. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I'm not saying it'll that. be bad if they don't. They could they could come up with something great and but like if they don't capture the book, what's the point? Like yeah. you could have called it something else, you could have changed things around, you could have told your dramatic power fantasy, you know, Game of Thrones knockoff story. Yeah. But like I want the Witcher. Yeah. I want the characters who I'm learning about in these books. Yeah. And I want these scenes and this dialogue. Like I I got so sad during one scene because I realized that there was no way they would just recreate the scene exactly as I was hearing it because it would be too long. It would be 40 solid minutes of people just talking back and forth at a dinner table. And I was like, but I want that. (laughs) I want that. I want this series to take 20 seasons because of all the dialogue. I just want to take the source material and and just do the source material. Yes. And when it comes down to it, I think... I'm afraid that Netflix will just want their own Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that The Witcher is not a knockoff Game of Thrones. It is its own thing. It's The Witcher. And if they take away the integrity of that story, it'll be very sad. Mm -hmm. It'll be a sad day. So I'm starting to panic because... Because these books are really good and I don't necessarily have faith in in them to adapt it the way that they should. Yeah. Um, but I'm still holding out hope. I'm still going to watch it. I mm-hmm. want them to nail it. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. I think I need to stay off of IMDb, though, because looking through the character list just makes me stress more and more because I'm seeing names that I wasn't expecting to see this early in yeah. the series and I'm not seeing names that I expect to see this early in the series. And I'm like... Panicking. How much of it are they planning to do in this first season? And are they just going to leave out these stories that I feel are important? Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, basically, we still believe in you, Henry Cavill. You better watch your step, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. what I've been obsessed with 
is nothing but trying to beat Jensen, which... <laughs> you failed at. <laughs> that worked out just perfect. <laughs> Basically, my life for the last couple of weeks was just trying to get achievements. Yeah. And Fable 2, so it really was just video games. And the only other thing that I've been obsessed with was a bunch of stuff going on in the YouTube community that is honestly just a sad topic, so... Mm. Binge watching YouTube videos. Yeah. That's what I've been obsessed with. Nice. Really fast before we move on, I realized that Aaron and Lainey did not talk about my birthday games at all. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. played. <laughs> I played it today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the whole thing with the sick couch and oh. plus Xbox. I have a strained relationship with xbox <laughs> okay i will well, play it i will play, play some it. more i know laney played some because <laughs> yes. i watched her play some um, but i just want to know what you think i did really like what i played from shadow um the fighting was i don't almost think non-existent right it was almost non-existent but <laughs> so it the is fighting the that like i did hours. do i was like oh I, I didn't like it as much as i did mm. in the other two murder games puzzles were super fun and i think that the storyline and how Lara's going back and having these flashbacks of her childhood is very compelling mm. and it's made her you know, I just like they've already done a really great job of making Lara a compelling character, someone that you care about and you want to see succeed and survive and and just be okay with things the way that they are. Um, and I definitely think that Shadow is doing a good job of that, mm -hmm. especially getting to see little baby Lara and oh. trying to help help Lara self-actualize and come to terms with the things that have happened to her that pretty pretty much just shouldn't have mm -hmm. but it's yeah. good i just wanted to make sure that my birthday will was was imposed correctly and i know that elsa played shadow of mordor because she talked about it so it was imposed all right <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to playing next aaron Ooh. Well, before I answer this question, um, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, Princess in Another Video, look us up, subscribe, share, like, all that fun stuff. It really helps us. <laughs> Jensen. Mass Effect. My phone. I know that sound. I know, now you know it. <laughs> it's the level up noise, which yeah, took me like it's... seven years to find a version of it to make it my notification noise. Fills me that with endorphins. <laughs> but it also makes me super annoyed now because it's your text I notification. <laughs> I've been wanting it as my notification mm. noise since I was in college. <laughs> and early college. Not <laughs> when I was getting my master's degree. Mm. Yeah. Um... But yeah, check out our videos. Jensen did a great um, dark crystal from memory, um, which she has no memory of it pretty much. <laughs> which like, So it's a great time. So watch that. Just, and... <laughs> just fun to watch someone who doesn't remember a very odd movie from the 80s trying to recount what happened in it is just such a great time, honestly. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was fun for me too. Yeah. And it's super fun to film. <laughs> and I've never seen the movie and I still got a kick out of it. So yeah, you'll enjoy it. And <laughs> finally dropped my Let's Play Bioshock video. <laughs> finally. Yeah. Yay. Watch me bumble through the first little bit of Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the main reason I bring that up is because I... So we want to do Man and Madan um, as a Halloween video. So mm -hmm. be watching out for that. Um, yes. And also I'm thinking about getting Judgment again because uh, Persona 5 is so big, you guys. It's so long. <laughs> I just don't want to go back to it yet. So I'll get another <laughs> giant anime game <laughs> to hold me over. <laughs> Distract you from the other giant anime game. <laughs> Solid plan, Aaron. To distract me from the other other giant anime game, Final Fantasy XV. You know Isn't life just and the giant in. anime oh, game? Exactly. Not everyone's super attractive and has really weird facial expressions. And Chris the bot needs and to voice like everyone. Like gravity <laughs> and physics defying boobs. <laughs> What a world to live in. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes mine do things and I'm like, that was weird. <laughs> no one asked you. Just an observation. But were you like, that was gravity defying? No, usually just like, I'm not sure that's the thing. But it happens, so. <laughs> okay. That's I'm never going to be able to come back from this boob thing. <laughs> Can we talk about the games I'm excited about? Yes, yes please. No, please do. I'm still excited about Death Stranding. Yay! <laughs> I'm just gonna mention that forever until I get to finally play it. Um, but in October, I'm also gonna be playing Amnesia because we're doing Halloween games, and I have a fancy new gaming laptop, Ooh. and I have Amnesia, and I've had the game. You have Amnesia? <laughs> <laughs> Who no. am I, Elsa? Uh, I don't know. The planet, not the character. Uh, <laughs> the planet, not the character. <laughs> Jupiter blows up. Jupiter. <laughs> so, Jupiter. gonna play some amnesia for Halloween. Hopefully Sweet. not get it. Ooh. That would be kind of annoying. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to say what my Halloween game is. I think it will be Arkham Knight. Ooh, oh, yes. Yes. That's fun. Um... Is that all you wanted to say, Elsa? Yeah, I'm mean, gonna. Okay, it. all right. It's all I wrote down. I think. You're not gonna talk about Dream Date. Dream, Daddy, Daddy Dream, Dream Date. date oh yeah, free apparently on... it's free on mobile now. Yeah, I know. I just downloaded it like yesterday. I'm so excited. Excited about that. Um, I'm gonna play. My Halloween game is gonna be Dead Space because I've had it on my Xbox for like two years now and just haven't started it because I'm a big scaredy cat. Um, I'm really nervous. But I'm looking at the achievements, and I might try to get them all anyway. So we'll see how it goes. I'll play it through once and see if see if I think I can make it. Dope. Cool. <laughs> well, um, I'm very excited to play more Fable 2 and have a lovely life with my wonderful wife. The life Lovely of the life, life is ended by the knife. The life of the <laughs> life is, is ended by, by the knife. knife. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for that. And just playing a bunch of those other games because I got really into them while trying to beat Jensen. Mm -hmm. So, you know. And then your Halloween game. And, well, first off, you know, 
I did, like, I did win something. Friendships. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I learned about myself or something. I learned about myself. Basically did say that. I did. I rediscovered my love for the Fable games, which, you and know, glad. honestly, they probably don't deserve my love. And but I love Brooke. them anyway. And for Brooke, <laughs> who does deserve my love. She deserves the freaking world, and I will give it to her. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch the Whore. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch the Whore. The Whore. Okay. <laughs> and my Halloween game is Resi 7, which... It's going to be a scary time for me because I don't play horror games. Have you ever played a Resident Evil game? No. Have you ever seen anyone play a Resident Evil game? Yes. Oh boy. I am so excited to watch her play this game. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna We're gonna record it. We're gonna record it. We gotta record it. Because it's gonna be a time. Yeah. And oh, a place. It certainly will be a time and a place and a person and a thing. It's gonna be great. Um I'm very scared. And I might have uh made a terrible decision, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for the non-existent viewers, guys. Do it. (laughs) Do it for those 18 views. I'm going to do it for those 18 views. They demand. Yes. (laughs) Well, we did it. And my phone is at. We did it. We did it. We did it. Do you want to put us to bed, Aaron? Do you you want to tuck us in and tell us the only everyone ever remembers? Sleepies. Sleepies. Yes. Tell us a story, Aaron. Help us go to sleepies. How about a Russian lullaby? (gasps) Titties, titties, Titties. (laughs) It's about a man watching you while you sleep and bringing him into your home. It's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You should look up the words. They're way messed up. Russia. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Do you need to talk about it? What's going on, Russia? (laughs) I'm here. You know, yes. I don't give great advice, but I have ears <laughs> and they will listen. I well. also have microwaves so I can make hot chocolates. <laughs> Shh. Hot chocolate in the microwave? Crazy bitch. Microwave water? Blasphemous. <laughs> I don't think Russia's going to care, Elsa. That's bigger problem. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're done here. We're done here. (laughs) Sign us out. Please put us out of our misery. Your princess is not in this podcast, but she might be in the next one. So stick around. That was terrible. (laughs) No, I liked it. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. To nothing. To whatever your next podcast is. Yeah. (laughs) In your your queue. Let's hope she's there.